If you would like to hear your ad on the Leap Pod, contact us at leappod at gmail.com. That's L-E-E-P-P-O-D at gmail.com. Now off to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of the Leap Pod. So today I have Ethan Babcock. Hello. Uh, and we're gonna be just talking about the NBA Finals. So uh, if you didn't know, we have the Bucks and the Suns in the finals right now, and it's looking like a good series. Giannis, Ethan, do, do you know what's up with Giannis? Cause uh, so as we're recording this, I believe Game One has just started, and Giannis is playing. Really? I believe there may have been some gamesmanship with reporting on his injury. I think uh, maybe they made it sound like he was going to be injured and maybe the Suns would hopefully game plan for that. And then uh, all of a sudden Giannis is out on the court. But uh, And he's, from the sounds of it, looking like he's pretty healthy. So should be a good full-strength series. Yeah, and I think, I was thinking... If Giannis is out, I think the Suns have a good shot. But now, this is going to be a really great series. I'm, I think the Bucks will have a good chance because, like, the Suns, although, like, I just they don't have that same, really, like, mo- their stars are Chris Paul and Booker, so they don't have that really big star. Well, DeAndre Ayton is a star, and he's bigger than Giannis. I get, but, like, he's not as big of a star, like, you know. I I would, I'd be careful underestimating him because he's every step of the way, sort of throughout this whole season, really proven everyone wrong. Uh, this Phoenix team is really just a force to be reckoned with. Uh, they've gone the entire playoffs uh, with lots of adversity, but battled through it and of every team uh, in the entire league I think they're the team whose starting five fits together the best they are just they're kind of funny because this is the exact type of team that I think you'd see dominating the league 30 40 years ago and the same the team is still very very strong today and yeah, I'm really eager for this series, though. It's kind of interesting to see the story of these playoffs has really become uh, what teams can stay healthy. And so it's really nice to see two healthy teams in the NBA Finals because we've had to deal with so many injuries, not getting to watch the stars we love to watch. Uh, so this is fixing to be a great series. Yeah, I'm excited, like... <clears throat> I'm so happy that either Devin Booker, no, well, Devin Booker and Chris Paul will get a ring or Giannis will get a ring. I'd be really happy with either. And, like, Devin Booker, he's come alive these playoffs. He's been playing really hard. He's 27 points a game. But his mid, his one shot, he goes to the elbow and just kind of rises. And he can have people taller than him on him except knowing exactly what he'd shoot but they just like it's so hard to block uh i think that's he's kind of taking page out of the kobe book but it's so impressive seeing him 
go have such a high percentage from there. I'm really glad to see him doing so well. For years, he's kind of been heralded as like the next great Kobe-like player. Uh, and for a lot of years, that kind of seemed unfair to Kobe, quite honestly. Not that Booker was bad, but he just wasn't playing at the level that I think a Kobe protege, protege should play at. And uh, this postseason, he's really starting to fill those shoes, stepping up and being the guy. Um, it's also been really interesting to see how the addition of a passing, uh, facilitating, just smart point guard has unlocked Devin Booker in a way that we haven't seen in years past. Yeah. Um, I think we, we've seen that around the league a little bit. We've seen uh, a guy like Mike Conley taking the burden off Donovan Mitchell. We've got Chris Paul here taking the burden off Devin Booker. Uh, and these two guys have really just yeah come into their own now that they don't have to focus on stretching themselves out of their comfort zone, playmaking, facilitating. They can focus on what they do best. They can score the ball and just make smart decisions. Yeah, and uh, here's a quick fun fact. Devin Booker is one of three players in NBA history to score 70-plus points in a loss. Huh. Yeah. That kind of describes the Phoenix Suns before this season, and that's what makes this such a good story for them is they've really just come out of nowhere. They signed Chris Paul, and when that happened, I thought, okay, good for them. That's a nice signing, but Chris Paul... He is already on a downwards tra trajectory. Um, maybe this team will squeak into the playoffs. But it's just all clicked. This offseason was fantastic for them. They added Paul. Jay Crowder uh, was a massive addition for them. He, I saw a fun fact of, like, in the NBA Finals this year, every single player except for Jay Crowder has never been in the Finals. And Jay Crowder has been in the finals six times. So there's six total NBA finals appearances between every player in the finals. <laughs> and they're all Jay Crowder. Yeah. So that that's another thing that I think gives the Suns an edge. They have a guy who's been there, a proven leader. And, yeah, I, it's going to be a good series. I'm not counting the Bucks out by any means, but I, I like the Suns a lot. Yeah. I think Chris Paul is going to be that guy that when he's old and can't play, you're going to still really want him on your team because, you know, he's going to make your team better. Even if he's not getting, if he's not filling up the, the stat sheet, he's still going to make your team a whole lot better. Even if he's not playing, he'll make your team a lot better. And I'm, I'm really glad to see him getting this opportunity because I can't think of many guys who throughout their entire career have been as dominant and just, uh, as consistently good as he has been, but really have never had a chance to go anywhere. I don't had this before this year. Had he even been to a conference final? Who? Chris Paul. Chris Paul. That's um, what we're talking about. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I don't think he had because he he sort of bounced around a yeah, bit. He was on Club City. They might have. No, they they didn't. I'm positive that because the Clippers just got to their first conference final this year. Oh yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he hasn't had a lot of team success for whatever reason, despite being one of the ultimate team players. And 
yeah, just to see him get the opportunity to step into the spotlight on the biggest stage. Uh, and it's not just like it's kind of he's gotten lucky or finally he's squeaked in there. He's been one of the best players in the league this year. I think he's been the best player in the entire playoffs this season. And, yeah, it's uh, just great to see him get rewarded for that. Yeah. He, he is so – he is, like, such a unique player. He'll – like, he he's very effective on both ends, and he's really exactly what you'd want from your point guard. Oh, he's the prototypical point guard. But uh, I guess we've, we've talked a little bit about the players in the series. Um, what's your prediction for this? I think it'll go seven. This is a hard one. I gotta go Bucks and seven. Bucks and seven for you. Bucks and seven. Defend it. I just feel. Uh, I think that Giannis will be a massive, and Chris Middleton if he's playing the. Way he has been, that'll be a big thing. Uh, and the Bucks have such good defenders that they can guard Chris Paul and Devin Booker very effectively because they can put like Jay R- Drew Mill, Drew Holiday, or Chris Middleton on some of their guys and all the all these things, you know. Yeah, I uh, my pick is I'm picking the Suns in seven. And I think it's going to be a great series, but ultimately there's been a lot of questions surrounding the Bucks this whole year. Um, they're very, they'll play good, they'll, and they'll have a rough game. And I just don't know if the team cohesiveness is there, if they all fit together as well as a unit, uh, as the Suns team does. And we've seen it throughout the whole year. This Phoenix team is, yeah, I've said it, earlier in the podcast, probably the best fitting team in the whole league. Um, And I think that will prove to be more important. But, I mean, Milwaukee's definitely capable. I think they probably, they arguably have three of the best defenders in the series. They have Chris Middleton, Giannis, and Giroux Holiday could be the three best defenders in the entire series. So, that's going to be a big challenge for Phoenix to overcome. I'm I'm interested to see what each team does matchup wise, but yeah, I guess we'll see. And I don't know. Yeah, it, it's going to be very interesting because, but I it's kind of cool. Uh, I find I was watching some videos and the Suns they have a lot of really good offensive systems plays and they work out very nicely. To, because they have a lot of spot up shooters, and they can, they're they've gone really good at either giving like Devin, like maybe giving Devin Booker a good scoring chance, or giving the spot up shooter a a good shot in a play. So yeah, I think they have good systems. But if the Bucks need a bucket, give it to Giannis. Tell him to drive. Hope for the best. Yeah, uh, and hope that I, he doesn't get fouled. Yeah, I just I'm late game. I don't know. They're gonna really. I think for the Bucks, they need Chris Middleton to be elite. He's shown flashes of it, and he's also really struggled at times throughout the postseason. 
but it's there's lots like I don't know relying on a guy who can't shoot to close games for you is a very challenging uh, outlook. The if you can have a guy like Chris Middleton who can shoot the ball, it, and if he's hitting shots in crunch time, yeah, the Bucks have a lot going for them. But I think a bit like you know what Drew Holiday is gonna score when the opportunities come to him, and he's gonna play the best defense in the whole series. Giannis gonna be a threat on the interior uh, and a liability from the line and three point territory. Hopefully they convince also, him to stop shooting those. And also great and a D. great defense, great defensive option too. But Middleton, uh, that's that's the wild card for me. I think he's gotta really show up in the same way. Like a guy like Booker has had games where he's been quiet and been held to some pretty mild numbers. Uh, he's got to really explode and just uh, not let any type of defense hold him back. It, he could have Drew Holiday on him, and I, I'd be really interested to see how that matchup plays out. Yeah, there there will be a lot of great stuff, and like we've said a ton, it'll be a great series. Both teams, I find, have a pretty good mix, offensive, defensive, perimeter, interior play, all this stuff, and... And if they're both getting contributions off the bench, like uh, they have been for most of this year, that's a, that's another question mark with the Bucks a little bit. I question their bench at times. Like this past series, though, they've had guys step up. They had Pat Connaughton actually play well for them for uh, the conference final. And, yeah, you just you need those contributions from the guys you don't expect. Uh, to really push you over the edge, and that could be another tipping point in this series. Yeah, I think that's a big reason of what got the Hawks to the semifinals. Like, having random players just go off on random nights. When Trey Young wasn't hot, they'd have, like, uh, Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter go off. He's pretty good, though. Yeah. But on most teams, like, mostly he'd be thought of as a spot-up shooter. But when he can give you, like, what did he do? 30. 30-ish. On a game, that's really nice. So. And Phoenix, don't don't overlook their bench at all. I don't know, is Campaign coming off the bench, or does he start for them? I don't know. Either way, he uh, he's a guy who has a really cool backstory, but... Uh, just a guy who has bounced around the NBA and finally found a home in Phoenix and is playing very, very well. Um, they got lots of guys who can contribute. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing some of those uh, bench matchups. Yeah, I feel like I could see Phoenix not running a huge rotation, but like maybe like an 8-9, something like that. Yeah. We'll see. That's that's still pretty good size. You seem yeah. to, like you get to this point in the postseason, and some teams are cutting it to seven, eight guys, and yeah. it's just run them into the ground because you know the the trophy is in sight. But the team that can rely on more players has a big advantage for sure. Yeah, and we didn't even mention PJ Tucker, who's a great defender. Oh, he's a hound dog. Yeah. Or we didn't talk about Bobby Portis, who yeah. Actually, down threes. Oh man, that guy pretty much 
won them. Well, it's a stretch to say he won them that conference final series against the Hawks because they won in six. But game six, he was just throwing flames. He was on a roll. And if he can bring that same intensity and that contribute in the same way in this series, that will be like huge. From your six foot ten center, power forward slash center, for that guy to shoot forty seven percent from three, that's just nice to have, you know. Rely upon to get like he's not gonna really make much of a three off the dribble, but if he's open in the corner or somewhere, just boom. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to watching the series. Yeah, me too. Well, I think that'll wrap it up. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so that'll wrap this episode of the pod up. Uh, I'm always said I'd get it out before the finals, and technically the first game isn't over, so I think that kind of counts, guys. Come on. Uh, uh, so for the for the contest, which was you basically build a, a ten man rotation and I'll simulate it. Uh, so so far we have like something like seven-ish entries and yeah lots of teams are looking really good and it's so cool because there's so much that goes into account in these in this stuff it's like chemistry even home crowd goes in comes into account all this stuff and yeah coaching comes in so if you guys don't know anything about basketball don't know a single one of the players do it, okay? Because if you spend $30, your team should be somewhat similar to others, and you'll still have a chance. So even if you don't know much, do it. And people that, people tell everyone about this, okay? Get your friends to do it. Get your friends' friends. Get your friends' family. Get your family's friends to do it, okay? Because the more the people, the better this will be. And Thank you for listening to this episode of The Leap Board. And probably see you sometime after the finals, but I'm going cam- I'm at, at camp sometimes the next week, so I'll just see when I can get one out. So see you later. Oh, and uh, also the, the prize for winning will be a custom Leap Pod t-shirt. So yeah, bye.